Hi, and welcome to Matt Holman Talks Mental Health, the podcast where I have the opportunity to sit down and chat to somebody who I've known through my life, through friendships, through the work that I do, or through the world that I've traveled. Um, today, I have the wonderful pleasure of introducing Adam Jones to this conversation. Welcome, Adam. Hi, Matt. Hello. Um, and what I will always do in these is I will introduce Adam as I know him, and then I'll ask you, Adam, to introduce yourself, please, to the people that are listening today. So Adam, or as I know him as AJ, is somebody who I actually went to school with. And this was a long time ago, of course, as you can probably tell if you're watching. Um, I am in my mid-40s, as is AJ. I'm sorry to say it. Um, but uh, we met back in secondary school. So we actually probably last spoke and last saw each other around about 1991. So we're working out probably about 30 years ago. Um, so I don't really know that much about Adam's life since we left school. I could tell you all these wonderful anecdotal stories about school, but I don't think that's what this podcast is all about. He was a he was a, he was a popular guy at school. He was one of my one of my community of friends or group of friends that lived out in the village just outside of the town that I lived in. Um, we tended to spend a lot of time playing sports, football, and things like that when I was allowed to. And uh, yeah, and I always remember AJ, as I'll call him AJ, um, as a very avid rugby player. And that was probably the one thing that stood out in my mind was you represented. Wales at youth level or I'm not sure which levels you got to um, but I know you were an avid rugby player and you and I always recall a story of you scoring a try that was about 90 meters maybe um <laughs> whole length of a pitch there's some a memory that's come flooding back is that it right gets, gets longer every time I, I, I tell that story <laughs> well I'll let you tell that story it, be, be longer, um, long, longer than the pitch itself so well there you go yeah from for, from the stands at both ends um so it's just fantastic and just a week or so ago I reached out I, I found Adam on LinkedIn. We haven't spoken for such a long time and it's just great to have you. So welcome. Um, would you like to do your introduction now? Yeah, thank you, Matt. And um, look, it's great to be speaking with you after all this time and on, you know, on, on this topic as well. Um, who'd, who'd have thought it, you know, 30 years ago that we'd have, uh, we'd, we'd have reconnected and, and be, um, you know, kind of sharing sharing some sharing some of our war stories let's say but um no, no i you know since leaving since leaving school um and going to university uh i, I did sort of carry on the you know the the, the rugby thing so I, I i played rugby professionally which is a fantastic um you know time of my life that i look back very very fondly because it took me um you know met some great people traveled to some fantastic you know countries that I would never have ordinarily you know got, gone to go go and visit um and i had you know got some very very fond memories of that time but unfortunately when you're um, 12 stone dripping wet um playing against the uh, you know people that are double your size and weight um you know and injuries took their toll and um and and so you know after a, a few injuries i um you know enough was enough and i i i i you know, just I needed to get a, a proper job and uh, and work for a living, um, which I've done now. You know, for the last twenty plus years, um, and now have you know, uh, wife and wife and kids live in London, and um, you know, enjoying the lockdown life, which is uh, kind of like Groundhog Day, but you've got to make the most of it, haven't you? Yeah, definitely. I love that. Yeah, you've definitely got to make the most of it. We'll we'll delve into that a little bit as we go into this conversation. So. Um, it is just wonderful to see you and and to, and to be able to talk again. You know, who knew that 30 years later we'd just be able to pick up a conversation as if it was just like yesterday. I think that's what we both sort of recognised before we even came onto this recording. So for anybody that is is listening, you know, obviously Adam and I know each other for many years, but we're going to sort of share this journey and this story of mental well-being, mental health, um, which is the big topic. That's the conversation that we bring to these podcasts. So. Adam, your journey with mental health. So let's talk about sort of the last 
few years and how things have been for you. So what's been going on? Sure, thanks. Um, yeah, so I, 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 I was fortunate in many ways and I wasn't really, you know, I didn't have, you know, um, much anxiety in my, or, or, or sort of mental health issues for a large portion of my life. Um, but at the last um, 18 months or so, um, you know, got, you know, impacted by it. And, um, and it really took me by surprise because I've not had um, you know, uh, any sort of challenges in that regard um, prior, prior to, um, you know, sort of 20, early 2019. Um, and how it happened for me, you know, from mental health from my perspective was something that I was completely aware of and cognizant of, but it was something that happened to, to, to somebody else that I was reading about or, or watched about on, on TV or, or, or read about in the papers. It wasn't something that I, 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 I really knew and I had understanding of, but I didn't really empathize because I didn't know what I was empathizing with. Um, but then <clears throat> um, a number of sort of circumstances that um, you know, happened kind of in a very short space of time, um, kind of close family and friends, um, there were some sort of health um, health challenges that um, some close um, members of you know my family and friendship group were, were going through. Um, I'm, I'm a dad of two. Um, that brings its own um, trials and tribulations, on, uh, as, I, as I know you know, you can appreciate, Matt. Um, and and I'd also taken on a a, a new job that was um, a, a sort of a promotion and a. Um, a, a larger undertaking than I'd had up until that point where I was managing a group of group of people um, and all of those things kind of happened in a in a really sort of short space of time and I was just you know I look back at it now but I was literally running around um, I don't think I walked anywhere I don't think I physically walked and breathed and and took a took a took a break I was literally running from school drop-offs to train to to meetings back home again to, to to do school pickup and then to to, to do the all the things that that you, that you then need to do um, as a as a as a dad as a husband in the in the evening and you know colleagues were sort of saying to me hey listen you know you, it's been a while since you've gone for a run or, gone, or been to the gym you know why don't you come down um, this lunchtime and I was literally putting those types of activities to the to the back of the queue because I was just, I was, I was in my head, I was like, I'm too busy. I'm too busy to even think about doing that. I don't want to be seen to be, you know, going to the gym or, 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 or those things. And so, and, and, you know, unbeknownst to me at that time, this kind of ticking time bomb had been sort of set off and I was completely oblivious and naive to the, the, the life I was all of a sudden living and thinking that I could sort of fight those various fires and keep going at, at, a, at a pace that I was going at and, 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 and I, I, nothing was gonna, gonna, gonna happen um, adverse to me. Um, and then, you know, one day I, I sort of woke up um, feeling not, you know, not myself, um, had a presentation that I needed to give that morning that I was thinking about, that I'd been thinking about the night before and probably not had a brilliant night's sleep. Um, and then I was, you know, in the shower getting ready um, and again, not feeling, not feeling great. And as I was getting then dressed and ready to go to work, I just sort of sat down on my bed, laid, laid back and realized that my, I was getting quite 
you know, sweaty palms, sweaty forehead, um, and my heart was going two to the dozen. And I just thought, what's, what's this? <laughs> you know, I've not felt like this before. What's this? You know, and I'm, I'm kind of, you know, I thought, okay, I'm okay. I can, I can get up and carry on. And then I, I, I sort of tried, you know, continuing to get dressed, thinking that it would get, it would pass. And it didn't, and it sort of, and then I started to get concerned. Um, and the truth of the matter is, I thought I was having, um, at the age of forty-five, a um, a heart attack. And so I kind of, you know, that that panicked me a bit. And so I, um, you know, I've, I've, we've all our friends and people people that I've, I've I've been associated to that have had some, you know, health issues in that respect. And so I thought, okay, maybe that maybe this is, this is happening to me. I got checked out at the hospital. Um, and came back with a clean, clean bill of health, and 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 actually sort of an undiagnosed, um, let's say, raised heart rate and what have you, but nothing, nothing more than a, you know, sent sent home to sort of rest and recuperate, which I did for the rest of that day. Um, after which I just sort of got up the next day, thinking, okay, I'm fine now. I don't feel quite so bad anymore. I'm going to go into work. Um, but little did I know that was basically going to set set off a kind of chain of events which which I was then dealing with just very high levels of stress and anxiety that manifested itself for me personally in um, health anxiety where I felt that at any given point or just around the corner I might keel over and and, and then not see my wife and kids anymore, not, not, and, and, and not be around anymore. That's genuinely what I felt. Um, and to try and deal with that, I then did, you know, try, you know, I, I spoke very openly with my, with my family and close friends. Um, and I tried taking lots of evening walks around my house, but they were mainly to, um, to test my, test my heart out just to make sure just to make sure that it was like you know in good in good nick um which of course it was it was it was that was like one of the my the body's way of telling me mate you need to put the brakes on a bit so um so that that sort of that was a real a, like wake up call and it was you know i can look back at it now and I don't look back fondly at that period of time, but I can look back now and go, okay, I, you know, I, I did experience something. It was very real. It was, it was, it was pretty serious. It didn't end up being with a, yeah, a serious outcome, you know, in, from a health perspective, but it, for me, it was incredibly real. Um, but I just, you know, have it just first of all it taught me I have huge empathy and understanding and respect for anyone going through anything similar yeah. uh, I know people have a whole array of of um, uh, symptoms and 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 various ways in, in which these sorts of things manifest themselves um, so mine is is, is is it's not unique by any means but it's also not shared yeah broadly by everybody it can happen in different ways um, but I learned a great deal about myself and, um, and, and learned, you know, and, and then started taking steps to, to correct it and get myself, myself better. Um, yeah. Wow. Um, 
we'll move on to the steps in a moment. I just want to take a take a quick second there just to say thank you for sharing that and and for for the words you used and the way that you've described it. I think it's really important for for anybody that's listening to sort of listen to some of those sort of realities of the feelings that you were going through, the the thoughts that were going through your head. And one of the things with anxiety, of course, is this this thought of catastrophizing. So it's always will make it feel like it's the worst thing so the heart attack and you know like you say I I found it fascinating that you you said you know at 45 years old thinking you might be having a heart attack but also then thinking about your children and your wife and you know and this is sort of a, a reality isn't it that you got yourself towards you know recognizing with all those things and those events that were going on that were all outside of your control as well right yeah yeah oh it was so it was so real um and so kind of um it's going to, it potentially could happen any minute and it just became overbearing um, and difficult for me to just kind of get to a position of being relaxed and calm. Um, and then it started obviously impacting my, my sleep. Um, and then that becomes a vicious cycle where, you know, the, the, the poorer night's sleep you have, the, 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 the worse to be perhaps the next day. Um, I then, you know, when I did have a drink, I tended to drink more than I should have, which then put me back, a few, you know, back a few steps the following day. And so all the, all the anxieties would just came back with, you know, came back stronger and more, and I was less able mentally to kind of get them back under control because you're tired and because you're probably you know a bit jaded from having a few too many drinks the night before um so i found quite quickly that that was not a good thing to be <laughs> to be to be doing because you just felt 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 terrible and i just had you know very very high rate high um anxiety the the, the the next day i mean you know in terms of yeah so th there was um it was a just a uh, a a, a, a very challenging time that that you know that I just felt quite acutely um, uh, yeah and and couldn't immediately see how this thing was going to get better probably because I've not experienced it before yeah. with other illnesses and other ailments it's a case of you know you've got a broken leg that's going to fix that's going to over time fix itself and other things that I've had were all diagnosed I could see it feel it understand it take a medicine for it or or, or do physio to, to 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 get better um and it, and it and it and it did get better this I just I just I couldn't see that it was ever going to get better it seemed so set in yeah wow so how did how did you come through that to where you are now so so what happened what was your what was your catalyst for that change or to change something that was happening yeah, well, look, Matt, we we you know, we didn't we didn't we hadn't reconnected um, when this was all happening. I kind of wish we had. That's not a plug for for, for you, but this is basically just a, a recognition that society has done a tremendous job in um, making poor mental health a subject that people can feel comfortable speaking about and should feel comfortable speaking about because it can it can impact anybody at any time. Um, and, yeah, and 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 so being able to refer to you know um, celebrities, famous people, um, reading newspapers and, and what have you, of people sharing their own personal journeys and personal stories 
whilst that prior to my episode, um, I perhaps had a slightly cynical view of those certain, you know, maybe especially celebrities, but now I've completely changed, changed that mindset um, because um, I think it's, it was um, hugely valuable to me to read those stories of, 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 of people and then everyday stories from, from other people, um, you know, of, of their own challenges and, and working their way through it. Um, really good supportive family, thank goodness, um, and um, which was fantastic. And then, and then um, some external um, therapy where it was just talking therapy with somebody that, um, just, you know, that you don't know, that's got no connection to you, that you can just talk nice and freely and open with, openly with. And it was those steps which um, over time, um, along with probably just being a bit more um, kind to myself in terms of exercise, diet, and not drinking excessively, it was those combination of things which got me out of a, um, you know, the, the, it got me out of my, 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 my sort of, you know, um, poor mental health period through to, yeah, getting getting stronger and 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 better. Brilliant. Well, you know that I love that, and and I, that's one of my favourite sayings from the podcast. Is I love that. You know, you've you've come through this journey, and you know it's always an ongoing journey. So it isn't a it's all fixed. Everything's you know it can slip quite quickly, and you know we've seen that, of course, across all of our mental health in the last year. So so let's talk a little bit about the lockdown, COVID, and the you know the pandemic because I think it's a really important one to you know you you've gone from being working or from working in the city, you know, so right in Canary Wharf area, to now working from home. Home. and and how's that been for your mental health how have you felt with that yeah so I've you know um there's, def there's definitely been moments but I whereas whereas before when I when I hadn't ever experienced it before I now recognize what it is and I've got some you know I mean they're not they're not there's nothing groundbreaking but just it's it's it's, it's exercise that's that's you know massively important for me it's it's, it's breathing and recognizing when my, my when my breathing is is perhaps just kind of um you know it, it where, where, where perhaps I'm feeling a little bit more anxious and it is kind of creeping in funnily enough I haven't had any any health anxieties around the the the, the current sort of you know um health situation um that we're all in um and and so that that hasn't actually that hasn't actually come back but i've also what what lockdown's done if i'm you know looking on the on the positive side is that you know you're not you're not spending you know an hour and a half two hours a day kind of commuting and, and traveling to and from from work and so that that, that time you've effectively you know I've, I've been able to use it um get out on the bike get into a swimming pool when when that was available and that i've recognized is such a huge element of my body's way of, of of you know whether it's just burning through energy or whether it's just i find it you know hugely mentally cathartic um and yeah that's been a, a massive a massive 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 help um i've changed you know i've changed jobs um that did help um, because I just went from a, it, you know, I, 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 I'm sort of, um, I, I am someone that, that if, if it's not working, I'm going to try and fix it however I can. And, 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 and changing jobs allowed me to step out of that scenario. That scenario. That's not to say that that organisation um, weren't able to support me or didn't want to support yeah. me or anything like that. But that, that was something that was a decision that I took um, um, to try and, 
just sort of recalibrate and reset. Um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I, I've, I've sort of found, I found the, you know, through, through lockdown exercise has been um, significant help. Yeah, definitely. And, and I think for a lot of people, having the ability to still continue doing some of that exercise is so important. And, and we know as we as we record this, there's announcements being made around what we can and can't do and restrictions and, and changes. And, you know, I, who knows what that means? We'll, we'll find that out, no doubt, in, in short time. But the biggest part of this is that conscious recognition that change actually, we can make change happen ourselves. You know, so if you are feeling or experiencing anything that you think is not quite right and doesn't fit within what you believe is a positive part of your mindset, then we can change it. And, I, and I'm a big fan of recognizing change as being an enabler to be positive and have a positive mental health journey. And that's hard for some people. I get that. And I think it's important that you recognize all those key benefits of things like exercise, not drinking so much, maybe changing the diet. And, you know, we can have a long conversation about alcohol because I stopped drinking alcohol in August and, and I've seen some significant personal benefits for my mental health, you know, and, mm. and some physical ones too, of course, you know, I, I don't know how you feel about those, but it's helped my sleep. It's helped my clarity of thinking. It's helped me not to feel so, so muddled in my mind, if that makes sense. You know? Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah, I definitely. Uh, another thing that um, really helped me, and this was a, it was a really, it was a really, um, a, 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 a real moment for me. Um, when, it, you know, it was, it was uh, the bin collection day. And, um, you know, going back to when I was literally, I wasn't walking anywhere and I was running around everywhere, right? And I was running from place to place and I was always late for something you know, or, or, or I was going, was going to be late for something. And it was the bin days, the bin collection day, and I hadn't put the bins out. And I, and I, I had to run downstairs, get the bin. And, I, you know, the, 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 the lorry had, had sort of already passed the house. And, and I, I, I literally, I grabbed the bin and just ran down the road with, with the bin, like towing it, you know, and, and caught, caught this, caught the bin, bin lorry up. And, and then I started talking to the the, the guy that was, um, you know, the the the, the, the uh, refuse collector, and his name's Joseph, and um, and he just looked at me in the eyes, and he just said, he he basically just said, he said, don't worry, mate, don't worry, it's all it's all fine, it's all good, and and I literally stopped dead in my tracks, right, and he just said about three or four things to me, and I. I was I, I was quite emotional because I was like um, you know I, like my whole like everything was going everything was going I was like I was you know I was like if I get this bin and then I've got to go run off somewhere else and this guy said a few words to me and it completely brought me it was so calming and such a nice thing to say and um, I then bumped into him about three or four days later and I crossed the road to go and say hi to him and um, and we shook hands. And then we had a much longer chat and he shared me a bit about his story. I shared a bit more about my story and, um, and, uh, uh, you know, we didn't know each other prior to this point and we now, you know, see each other regularly. I look out for him and he looks out for me when he's passing and this, that, and the other. And this friendship has sort of come about, um, completely out of nowhere. Um, it's a it's a friendship that I value that doesn't go it doesn't extend beyond these little exchanges that we have, 
Um, but he was able to, I think, recognize in my persona and my state of mind when I was running off to go and yeah, get, catch up with him. He clearly saw in me that, you know, with my suit and my tie on, like legging it down the road, somebody that needs, you know, maybe a little bit of a, you know, calm down, mate. You're, you, you know, you're, you're, you're going too fast. And, um, and, and so I, I can't, I don't think I can understate this enough or I don't know if I, I, I understate, overstate, but this, you know, he, he had a big impact on me and I was hugely grateful for his, and it was a, it was a, it, my point being is that it was a, it was a, a transient conversation with a stranger yeah. and it really helped. Um, he didn't, you know, he wasn't, um, he wasn't, doing it saying anything that was you know incredible or whatever what have you but it just meant a lot to me and it really helped me so um that's an interesting story that happened that it's, you know. I, I find it fascinating what you've outlined there is something that's fundamental to all of us which is the thing about human connection and connecting with empathy and connecting with a you know he didn't have to say anything he could have just grabbed your bin and put it in the back of the lorry and, and but taking that moment just to connect with somebody and you know you don't get any privilege for doing that you just get the the, the power of two people who are connected you know and now you smile at each other or you you say hi or and, you, and I think that's something that we are missing a lot of nowadays is that ability to do that and to to smile and see people and you know of course under the current lockdown restrictions it is difficult but but that will come back and it's that be nice to each other kindness is such a key to the world right now we have to use kindness to the, the nth degree we have to really embrace kindness as a, a thought for everything kindness to others kindness to self kindness to the world around us our community and I do think that's such a fundamental part and I love that story I think it's such a great I, I was wondering where you were going to go with the bins you know with the, with the bin story because yeah. I've trained people and I say why because I was sort of in my head laughing before you said how much we judge the story before we really know it was I, I train in my office here and, and outside is where the, the bin lorries will come down past the house. And on the bottle collection day tends to be the day that I'm training. So you, all you hear is these bottles smashing into the back of the bin. And I have to make so many apologies. And I, you know, I don't drink alcohol now, so it's not me, but um, it's sort of like, it sounds like I've just got this abundance of alcoholic um, drinks or bottles going <laughs> the recycle. So I was wondering if you had done it, but it's, your story was much better. Um, yeah. Listen, we're coming quite close to the end of this now. I just want to ask you, you know, what's next? What do you think in terms of sort of what would you like to do? Lockdowns, you know, restrictions are released. What do you do? Where are you going? What are you going to do next? Oh, look, you know, um, oh, I, I, I'm a, you know, outward going person that, you know, a lot of my energy comes from interacting in person with people. So I'm just looking forward to, to, to getting that going. Um, keep, yeah, the exercise, you know, um, is, is, I'm not going to set myself any, any, any lofty goals, but just, you know, keep keeping that going. And then just, yeah, I guess enjoying just the simple things, you know, once, once, once the restrictions, and I don't think we're anywhere near them, 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 them getting lifted, but once they do, I think it's probably just a, and you know, don't lose sight of you know, the, the the things that you really can appreciate that that either come for free or or or, or are um, you know e relatively easily attainable. Being able to you know catch up with your friends, being able to spend time outdoors freely, being able to 
make make plans um, and what have you. So I think I think yeah, I, th I think it's um, it's that's that's what I'm looking forward to. And maybe maybe actually just kind of like making trying to maybe yeah make make things a bit maybe a bit more simple in the future. You know, don't overly complicate life. I'd like to probably yeah. Right now we're all online and we're all you know connecting via the gadgets. I think I think um, you know there's hopefully once this sort of dissipates we'll, we'll be off the gadgets we'll be less reliant on them and that will be um i think hopefully a bit of a free everyone free everyone up get the headspace in it you know in a, in a in a in a good place and um hopefully come down and, and see your good self down in um down in down in uh in basingstoke pop in to see my mum and dad as well yeah there you go um living the dream aj honestly it's been a pleasure one thing i you know the reality is if we hadn't have had this lockdown if i probably wouldn't have launched a podcast i possibly wouldn't have been in touch with you we wouldn't be having this conversation so so i see a big positive in there which is we've reconnected in some way and we've had a chat for the last hour or so together i know not all of it's been recorded but you know it's just been amazing i'm so grateful for all of these chats for everybody that i have the opportunity to talk to and and as i've said in many things that i've already written and posted about you know i i, I love it it's just a chat with people who are genuinely amazing human beings and that's what you are you know you're a great dad you're a great husband you're a great person human and everything else and we should just normalize these conversations so that it doesn't feel we can't talk about it we could be you know we could be struggling in silence so um i just want to say a huge thank you aj for for having this chat with me and for connecting and and accepting my connection request probably wondering what the hell this is all about where's this boat come from um i haven't heard this name for a long time um any final words from you, buddy? Anything else you'd like to say? No, listen, thanks for the opportunity, Matt. I think what you're doing is um, it's a fantastic initiative. It was important before, but it's even more it's even more vital and important now, the work that you, you and your colleagues and team are doing. And um, yeah, I'm, um, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm pleased to speak, have spoken to you today and reconnected with an old friend. Let's, um, you know, let's, uh, let's not let, let's not leave it another 30 years. So I was just thinking, yeah, I was trying to work out how long it will be slot 75, 76 years old then. Um, brilliant. Thank you so much. As I always close out on these, just to say, you know, this is a conversation that everybody can have. We can all have conversations with other people when we're feeling worried or concerned about things that might be going on in our lives. Always know there is somebody there to talk. Um, every conversation is, you know, is, is an important conversation if you're if you're struggling. The Samaritans exist today to help support conversations. If you feel you need a safe space to talk that's confidential, um, then please do reach out, talk to the Samaritans. The number's 116-123. Um, you know, you will get a friendly person at the end of the phone who just wants to listen to hear your story and the things that you might be going through. So always know there's somebody there. Um, from me to you, Adam, thank you so much for today. To everybody that's listening, please stay safe and well. And uh, I look forward to the next uh, conversation with the next amazing person. So thanks a lot, mate. I'll catch you soon. Cheers. Take care, Matt.